Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Friday, July 29th, 2022. Today we are coming to you from Camp Compass 2022, and I've got a very special guest with us today, our Director of Kids Ministry, Morgan Lee. Morgan, thank you for joining us today. Of course, so glad to be here. Tell us a little bit about Camp Compass, and let's just start, how many kids are coming to Camp Compass every day this week? We have 485 students here this week. That is awesome. How many people are helping and serving? So we have over 200 volunteers that are here on campus helping. So you're telling me we've got about 700 people coming every day for Camp Compass. That is awesome. I know. It's amazing. Tell us more. Like, what's the theme? What's what's kind of the focus and the feel of the week this year? So this year, it's all about putting on the armor of God. It is explaining to these kids there is a real battle going on right. every day. And there is a good kingdom and a bad kingdom. And right. so it is helping them to think through how do they decipher through the good and the bad by using the word of God, right? So we're making them think through how do they think through truth, how do they obey truth, right. how do they discern truth, all right. those things. I'm teaching the kids yeah. today, and yeah. the theme is learn to yeah. discern. Yes. So we're going to be looking at King Solomon, mm-hmm. talking about wisdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that'll be great. So every day you've got these catchy little sayings. What have some of those been this yes. week? So with Chris, he was teaching on Monday of two, only one is true. So that was talking about the good and the bad right. kingdom, right? And then Cody was teaching on day two about the belt of truth. So he was saying, decide your side. Right. Yesterday was Pastor Josiah, and he was talking through doing right in God's sight. So right. doing the things like the breastplate of righteousness and the shoes yes. of peace. All so they're those going things. through all the armor of yes. God, right? Yes. That's so cool. Yeah. What like what are the different things the kids do throughout the day? Well, they have all of these stations that are packed with volunteers that are there to even make sure the theme is being right. taught at each of these stations. So it's the craft. They have a small group and snack time. Right. They have game time with John Holmes. Which, which is energetic. Ener- which is amazing. Just put it, to put it mildly. Awesome. They actually go to, um, they go to a Bible teaching time. They go to right. a missionary that we're, all of our pastors' wives and staff wives are teaching on this missionary, Eric Little. Right. And so they go through his life from beginning to end and kind right. of talk through just how it should help us in responding into going out and sharing. And we're right? also raising money for missions yes. as well this mm-hmm. week, right? Yes. What are we doing there? Yeah, so we're raising money for the Hurley family. Awesome. So we are, we just continue to, he gave us even an update, which was awesome. so, so kind right. of him just to kind of update all the kids from last year, which are a lot that like, we're so excited to see him up there telling them what he was able to use it for and that he was even speaking to the theme and right. how it's important what he's doing out there and teaching those kids. That's so, so cool. It was very, very encouraging. And then just any other highlights or just ways we can pray? Yeah. Because right? we're recording this on Thursday. People yeah. will be listening to this on Friday, which will be the last day of Camp Compass. So just what have been some of the highlights and how can people pray as camp wraps up? I would say what we're trying to do is reach the Treasure Valley, right? So right. we're praying and continuing to praying that we're reaching these families that maybe God is not the center of their homes. Right. And 
these kids are pulling them in this weekend right. to bring them to church. Right. Um, uh, we are encouraging everyone that is here at camp to come this weekend so yep. that they can see the kids give a performance of one of the songs they've been doing during worship time. So just be praying that those families that need to be in our doors, need to be hearing the gospel, right. are there. Um, be praying for just the continued of the volunteers. I think it has been the most encouraging thing to see right. how it's many sold out. people. Yeah. That's so awesome. To see how many people are committed and like with their get to hear do some, this. They can hear some of the servants <laughs> yes. in the background right yes. now. Yes, but they're here because they are like, we get to do right. this, right? They're not here because they have to. Right. They fully believe this is an important investment. And so that has been the most encouraging well, Those thing. are great prayer requests because yes. I do think like it's been a great week and on a lot of levels things have been going smooth. Yeah. It's been good, but our prayers are for so much more than a smooth week and yes. a good camp. Yes. We really want God to work in these young hearts mm-hmm. and in their families. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of prayer work yes. still to do. So yes. those are great yes. prayer requests. Thank you so much for joining us, mm-hmm. Morgan. And Thank we will you. be praying for the wrap up of Camp Compass. We hope it's another great day. Thank you. So as you can see, there are some very exciting things going on with our church this week and do want to just continue to encourage you to pray. Today is the last day of Camp Compass. Like I mentioned earlier, I had the privilege of teaching the kids on Thursday with this idea of learn to discern. And we talked about King Solomon and we even talked about the book of Proverbs, which we've been reading through. We're looking at uh, chapters 17 through 19 today. And I want you to, as you read through Proverbs, pray for these young kids. Pray that they would learn the truths of Proverbs, that they would learn wisdom, discernment, discretion, understanding, and that they would live lives uh, of wisdom and skill and the fear of the Lord. And so even as we read Proverbs today, let that be a reminder to pray for these kids, that they would learn to discern. That's where we need to take a moment and consider ourselves that we need to learn to discern. And there's a couple proverbs that speak specifically to that idea of discernment today in verses 17 or chapters 17 through 19 and chapter 18. There's two verses that stick out that are just a few verses apart that have a similar theme. Look at chapter 18, verse 13. It says, if one gives an answer before he hears, it is his folly and shame. And then verse 17 says, the one who states his case first seems right until the other comes and examines him. So there we're reminded that if we form an opinion without hearing the facts uh, and we state that, we give that answer, that's foolishness according to Proverbs. Or the other one says the one who states his case first seems right until the other comes along and examines him. Both of those Proverbs should encourage us, as it says in James, which some people refer to as the Proverbs of the New Testament, to be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. Sometimes we need to be slower in coming to opinions or stating those opinions when we haven't heard everything there is to hear about something. Uh, You know, we think of our culture and especially with social media, we live in a hot take world where you get more clicks, you get more reaction when you have a strong opinion. And the quicker you can come up with that strong opinion, the better and the more popular and out there in the conversation you'll be. We see that there's some ways where that runs afoul of scripture. 
We shouldn't be hot take people. Now, sometimes we will have opinions that will seem hot and spicy to the world. But when we have those, those better be the result of really the word of God and standing for the truth, which can be controversial in this world. But if it's just we're so quick to throw out our opinions, we need to be careful. Have have I stopped to listen? Am I giving an answer before I've heard Or verse 17, am I only hearing one side of this story? Is there more for me to examine? You know, you think of the other coming and examining him. You think of a courtroom and how each party gets to ask the witness. And then there's a cross-examination, right? That's just one side of the story doesn't get heard. We're going to hear questions kind of from the other side. And that sometimes as we're thinking through things, we need to think through that level of cross-examination and ask questions and think through things before we come to an opinion that we're, uh, you know, shouting out to the world. So that's something we need to think through. Again, if we stand for biblical truth, sometimes we're going to throw out opinions to the world that they're not going to like. And that's something we shouldn't be afraid of. But we want to consider these verses. We don't want to give an answer before we've heard. Uh, We want to make sure, hey, the the one who states his case first, that doesn't always mean that they're right. Uh, We need to think through and cross-examine in our minds uh, so that we can have wisdom, so that we can learn to discern as we taught our kids yesterday. As we go to the New Testament, today we read 1 Corinthians 10, and he comes back to this idea. We've been talking about food sacrificed to idols. And as we talk about that, uh, we've got to go back to chapter 8 and chapter 9 and remember this controversy. And he said some things to kind of remind us idols aren't real. And that's something people in the church were saying. It's meat. Just eat it. Who cares where it came from? But today he comes back to some things about how idolatry is a real problem. We know that false gods aren't real, but idolatry is a real problem. And we don't want to mix up, you know, this cup of blessing, communion, and partaking with Christ with, you know, idolatry. And so maybe there is some reason to be careful about the eat that you meet. And he comes back to the end uh, to just this idea of whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all for the glory of God. And that's a verse often we pull out and say, hey, look, sports team, let's go do this for the glory of God. And that's true. Hey, if you're on a sports team, go do it for the glory of God. But the context here is really still about this discussion of meat offered to idols because Paul gives a specific game plan. He basically says, hey, don't ask. Don't ask about the meat so that you don't unnecessarily offend anyone or wound anybody's conscience. Just eat it if it's put in front of you. But if you do ask or if somebody tells you that the meat is sacrificed to idols, stay away from it because of the consciences of other people. Uh, you, You might confuse a non-believer who thinks, hey, why is this Christian participating in idolatry with me? Because that's what they might be thinking. Or it could confuse a young Christian who's still, you know, separating their minds from idolatry. And so he's saying, hey, whether you eat or drink, or, you know, if you're eating the meat or you're not eating the meat, whatever you do, make sure you're doing it for the glory of God. And he goes on to say, give no offense to Jews or to Greeks or to the church of God, just as I try to please everyone in everything I do, not seeking my own advantage, but that of many that they may be saved. Did you catch that? Paul wants to be a people pleaser. There is a healthy kind of people pleaser. 
when we try to please people that they may be saved, when I'm trying not to unnecessarily offend people so that they might be saved. That's a good kind of people pleasing. A bad kind is, as he says, when we're pleasing people seeking my own advantage, or if we're trying to please people by never offending them, uh, well, then we're not really seeking their salvation because at some point to be saved, you're going to be offended by the reality that you are a sinner. So he's saying my personal preferences all take a backseat to the work of the gospel. That is what I'm all about. And that's what we need to be all about as well. And we need to be careful. While these may seem like foreign things to us, this meat sacrifice to idols, the beginning of the chapter reminds us of the temptations that the Israelites faced and how they fell into some of these temptations and there were consequences. And that phrase there in verse 13, no temptation has overtaken you. That is not common to man. There's a comfort to that, knowing we're not alone in our struggles, but there's also a warning to that. Don't think that you are special. Uh, look at what happened to the Israelites. They gave into these temptations and now they, there's consequences. 23,000 fell in one day, right? There's bodies all over the wilderness from how they failed temptation. You're going to face similar temptations. You're going to face similar temptations. It might not be about meat sacrifice to idols, but it'll be about something else. Be careful. And verse 12, therefore, let anyone who thinks that he stands take heed lest he fall. As we read through 1 Corinthians, let's not be arrogant looking at their problems and say, we're so above that. No, let's be humble and realize there's ways I'm going to have to submit my preferences or even my rights sometimes uh, to this effort of sharing the gospel with others. And I need to be ready to that. And I need to learn to discern as we taught our kids. And I do want to encourage you continue to pray for Camp Compass as it wraps up today. Pray for these kids that they would love the Bible, that they would learn the gospel, and that they would ultimately live differently as a result of all that's gone on at Camp Compass 2022. Thanks for digging into God's word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.